Welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the web's most sustainable podcast and your premier destination for expert insights into the global hydrogen sector. Dive into our informative series as we explore the latest advancements, news, and trends in the realm of sustainable energy. H2 Tech is a leading source of up-to-date, compelling discussions around hydrogen technology. Don't forget to subscribe and share to stay connected with the world of hydrogen innovation and sustainable solutions. Now, here's this week's episode. Hi, everyone. This week's episode comes from an article written by Lee Nichols published in June to H2 Tech title, The Future of Hydrogen, A Regional Outlook, Part 1, Africa, Asia, and Canada. Over the past several years, the world has been engaged in an energy transition. According to the United Nations, more than 70 countries have set ambitious net-zero emissions goals, and many have enacted new regulations and initiatives to meet those targets. These pathways include, but are not limited to, the broader adoption of electric vehicles, utilizing new low and zero carbon fuels to decarbonize power, transport, and heavy industry, increasing investments in renewable energy, increasing the percentage of biofeedstock, blending in transportation fuels, incorporating the use of carbon capture and storage or carbon capture, utilization and storage, and boosting the production of biofuels and alternative slash renewable fuels on others. One pathway to help economies decarbonize is the use of low slash zero carbon hydrogen. Undoubtedly, hydrogen will play a major role in global decarbonization activities since it is well suited to provide clean energy to the transportation industry, power and buildings, and processing sectors. Most industry analysts forecast a stark rise in hydrogen demand over the next 25 years. According to the International Energy Agency, global hydrogen demand was approximately 91 million metric tons in 2021. Several industry forecasts show global hydrogen production reaching anywhere between 300 million metric tons per year and 650 million metric tons per year by 2050. For example, the International Renewable Energy Agency forecasts global hydrogen production increasing sixfold to nearly 620 million metric tons per year by 2050. Conversely, BEEP's Energy Outlook 2023 forecasts global hydrogen demand reaching between 300 million metric tons per year and 460 million metric tons per year within the same time frame. Total hydrogen demand is based on accelerated and net zero scenarios for. With the stark rise in global hydrogen demand, a significant amount of capital investments are needed to satisfy forecasted consumption. These investments include capital-intensive hydrogen production projects, electrolyzer manufacturing, pipeline conversion and construction, and hydrogen refueling infrastructure. The following is a brief overview of hydrogen capital projects, strategies, and initiatives being implemented throughout Africa, Asia, and Canada. Active Projects Gulf Energy Information's Global Energy Infrastructure Database has been tracking hydrogen projects globally for more than two years. Since the database's inception in early 2021, active hydrogen projects have increased more than tenfold to nearly 1,300, a nearly 380% increase in project announcements. Most active projects are in Western Europe, followed by Asia and the U.S., these three regions account for 80% of active hydrogen projects globally, 
with Western Europe accounting for nearly 50% alone. In total, these projects represent a total capital expenditure of more than $1.13 trillion. Most projects, nearly 70%, are in the planning-slash-proposed stage. The following is a breakdown of active hydrogen projects by status. Planning-slash-proposed, 69%. Feasibility study, 17%. Front-end engineering design, feed, 7%. Under construction, 7%. When broken down by production route, 76% are green hydrogen projects, followed by blue hydrogen pathways. As detailed in the individual regional reports of this analysis, hundreds of billions of dollars will be invested by the end of the decade. Many of these projects will also contain an element of CCS or CCUS technologies to help limit emissions to significantly boost wind and solar power generation capacity to fuel the massive amount of electrolyzers that will be put into operation over the same time frame. The electrolyzer market has increased substantially over the past two years. According to the IEA, total installed electrolyzer capacity eclipsed 1 GO in 2022, with projects in the pipeline that could increase installed capacity to 134 gigawatt 240 gigawatt by 2030. AFRICA. Most projects in Africa are centered in four countries, Egypt, Morocco, Namibia, and South Africa. These four nations account for more than 70% of active projects in the region, with Egypt holding nearly 40% market share in active hydrogen projects. The following is a breakdown of active hydrogen project market share in Africa by country. Egypt, 38%. South Africa, 13%, Morocco, 11%, Namibia, 9%, other, 29%. Egypt has ambitious plans to become a green hydrogen-slash-ammonia production hub in the region. Egypt's government has announced plans to capture 5% of the global hydrogen market by 2040. Most of these projects are being developed in the Suez Canal Economic Zone. Since mid-2022, the SC Zone has witnessed more than $50 billion in green hydrogen-slash-ammonia project announcements. These investments include the production of blue and green hydrogen, waste-to-hydrogen, renewable power infrastructure, and green fuels. Due to its location, South Africa can benefit greatly from renewable power production from wind and solar. The country plans used to its natural resources to decarbonize various industries within its borders, including power generation, South Africa presently relies on coal for approximately 80% of its electricity needs. In its Hydrogen Society Roadmap report, the government of South Africa identified 70 action plans to decarbonize the nation. These included pathways to decarbonize energy-intensive industries, e. cement, mining, steel, oil refineries, and heavy-duty transport, enhancing the nation's power grid with green power, boosting the production of hydrogen production and fuel cell components, creating a green hydrogen export market, and increasing the role of hydrogen in various industries. To increase the production of green hydrogen, South Africa's Department of Science and Innovation released the report South Africa Hydrogen Valley Final Report. This report detailed the potential development of three domestic hydrogen hubs, Johannesburg, Durban-Richards Bay and Mogalakwena-Limpopo. 
and various projects to decarbonize various industrial sectors and transportation. Namibia also plans to utilize its sunny climate to increase hydrogen production. The nation sees more than 300 days of sunshine per year. Namibia will utilize solar power to produce hydrogen for both domestic consumption and export. The country's most capital-intensive project is being developed by Hyphen Hydrogen Energy. The company's two-phase, $10B project will produce green hydrogen that will be converted into green ammonia for export, primarily to RWE age in Germany. The project could ultimately produce up to 1 million metric tons per year of green ammonia. Namibia may also be the site of Africa's first hydrogen-powered power plant. HDF Energy is investing nearly $200 million to develop a power station that is run on clean hydrogen. Once operational in 2024, the plant will help the nation mitigate power imports from neighboring countries, primarily South Africa. Namibia imports approximately 40% of its power needs. These two projects will enable the country to satisfy domestic power needs, as well as become the region's first nation to be both carbon neutral and start up a hydrogen power plant. According to the country's Green Hydrogen Roadmap, Morocco has ambitious plans to significantly boost domestic hydrogen production. Doing so will help the African country mitigate fertilizer imports and increase renewable energy capacity market share in its energy mix. Morocco's goal is to increase its renewable energy market share from less than 40% in 2022 to 52% by 2030 and up to 80% by 2050. Additional solar and wind projects will provide the country with both clean electricity and feedstock for green ammonia production. Companies such as Total Aaron and OCP are providing Morocco with more than $25 billion in green hydrogen slash ammonia projects. Although Egypt, Morocco, Namibia, and South Africa account for most active hydrogen projects in the region, other African nations are investing in green hydrogen slash ammonia projects as well. Mauritania has nearly $75 billion in green hydrogen projects under development. These capital investments could lead to the production of nearly 10 million metric tons per year of green hydrogen by the early to mid-2030s. Other nations such as Algeria, Angola, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Djibouti, Kenya, Uganda, and Zimbabwe have all announced plans, memorandum of understandings, and slash or strategies to increase hydrogen production capacity. These projects will help Africa significantly boost the production of renewable power, green hydrogen, and clean ammonia slash fertilizer production, increase clean energy exports to regions such as Europe, and help domestic job creation, among other benefits. ASIAPCIFIC Much like the rest of the world, many Asian countries are pursuing net-zero goals. Asia is home to five of the ten largest CO2-emitting nations, China, India, Indonesia, Japan, and South Korea. To combat CO2 emissions, many Asian nations have instituted pathways slash programs to reach net-zero goals by the mid-century. Most of these initiatives include heavy investments in hydrogen production, hydrogen infrastructure, and hydrogen fueling. Active Projects The Asia-Pacific region accounts for 21% of active global hydrogen project market share. The region is investing more than $350 B in new hydrogen capacity and infrastructure over the next several years. At the time of this publication, 
the GEI database was tracking nearly 275 active hydrogen projects in the region. Australia accounts for nearly half of these projects, followed by China and India. A breakdown of active hydrogen project market share in Asia is shown in. Although the Asia-Pacific region has announced many new hydrogen projects over the past few years, very few have reached a final investment decision, FID. In turn, more than 90% of the region's hydrogen projects are in pre-construction phases, such as in feasibility studies, pre-FEE and FEE. Regardless, the region has allocated a substantial amount of capital to increase hydrogen production and infrastructure and boost its market share in electricity generation, transport, mining, shipping, and within industrial processing operations, among others. Australia the island nation intends to become a major green hydrogen-slash-ammonia production hub for the Asia-Pacific region. Written in 2019, Australia's National Hydrogen Strategy details nearly 60 joint actions that could propel the nation to be a leader in green hydrogen production. These include short-term initiatives such as advancing pilot projects, trials and demonstration projects, assessing supply chain infrastructure needs, and developing much-needed infrastructure for prospective hydrogen hubs in regions such as Quinana, Gladstone, Pilbara, and Wyala, among several other locations. Australia's long-term goals include scaling up operations, production, and infrastructure to become a major player in regional and global hydrogen value chains. However, since the country's hydrogen strategy was developed several years ago, the Australian government is revising several aspects of the strategy to attract more investments into the sector. This announcement has come in light of the recent passage of the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act and other nations around the world offering attractive tax breaks and subsidies to invest in renewables, green hydrogen production capacity and infrastructure in their respective countries. As of Q4 2022, the Australian government has allocated nearly $530 million AUD of funding to various consortiums and companies to develop hydrogen projects slash hubs domestically. Despite stiff competition from other countries trying to attract hydrogen investments, Australia continues to be the leader in project development within the Asian region, accounting for more than $175 billion in capital investments to 2035. These investments include major projects and hubs such as the nearly $70 billion Western Green Energy Hub, the $36 billion Asian Renewable Energy Hub, the $15 billion Desert Bloom Project, Fortescue Future Industries North Queensland Super Hub, the $10 billion CQ Hydrogen Project, and Sun Brillance's Carath and Murchison Hydrogen Renewables Projects, each costing approximately $7 billion among several other multi-billion dollar projects that are under development in the country. These projects will complement new hydrogen infrastructure under development in the country, including hydrogen fueling stations, blending with natural gas for electricity generation, and for use to decarbonize domestic heavy industrial industries. China. In 2022, China unveiled its hydrogen strategy to 2035. The country's goals are to increase domestic green hydrogen production to between 100,000 tons per year and 200,000 tons per year by 2025, place 50,000 hydrogen fuel vehicles on the road within that time frame, and significantly build out hydrogen refueling centers within the country. Currently, China is the world's largest hydrogen producer. However, most of the nation's hydrogen production is through coal gasification 
which is both energy and emissions intensive. China has ambitions to increase green hydrogen production significantly as the cost of production decreases. The China Hydrogen Alliance forecasts Chinese hydrogen production to reach 35 million metric tons per year by 2030 and approximately 60 million metric tons per year by 2050. To reach these ambitious goals, the nation is significantly increasing capital investments in green hydrogen production projects. The GEI database is tracking more than $150 billion in capital investments in China, with nearly 30 green hydrogen projects under development. These projects, along with additional natural gas imports, will help China reduce coal-fired power generation, mitigate emissions, and increase green ammonia production. They will also be complemented by additional hydrogen infrastructure, such as Sinopec's west-to-east green hydrogen transmission pipeline from Inner Mongolia to cities in East China, and several partnerships to develop hydrogen refueling stations in major Chinese cities. India The government of India has announced plans to become energy independent by 2047 and achieve net zero emissions by 2070. To help achieve these goals, India has unveiled its national green hydrogen mission. Approved by the country's cabinet in January 2022, India plans to achieve a green hydrogen production capacity of 5 million metric tons per year by 2030 and 125 gigawatts of renewable energy capacity at a cost of nearly $98 billion in capital investments. India's government has also announced more than $2 billion in incentives to jumpstart green hydrogen production projects in the country. This move is an effort to reduce the cost of green hydrogen production in India. At the time of this publication, Green hydrogen production costs in India was 300 rupees per kilogram to 400 rupees per kilogram and attract additional investments domestically. The country has also extended its transmission fee waiver for renewable energy to green hydrogen plants commissioned before January 2031. This incentive could reduce the cost of interstate transmission charges, reducing green hydrogen production costs by 1 rupee to 2 rupees per unit of power transmitted. At the time of this publication, India held the third largest market share in active hydrogen projects in the region, with most of the country's domestic projects under development through green hydrogen pathways. These facilities will not only provide zero-carbon-emitting hydrogen feedstock for India's hydrocarbon processing sector and hard-to-abate industries such as steel and cement manufacturing, it will also enable the country to replace ammonia imports for fertilizer production with domestic green alternatives by 2035. Japan At the time of this publication, the government of Japan was revising the nation's hydrogen strategy. The island nation's goals are to increase hydrogen supplies by 1 million metric tons per year to 3 million metric tons per year by 2030 to 12 million metric tons per year by 2040 and up to 20 million metric tons per year by 2050. To accomplish this pathway to carbon neutrality, Japan plans to invest $113 billion in public and private sectors to create domestic hydrogen and green ammonia value chains. The additional hydrogen and green ammonia production slash imports will enable the country to slash emissions from heavy processing industries and power generation. For example, JERA, Japan's largest power producer is studying the use of ammonia as a fuel to coal fire with coal at its power plants, 
and the country's steelmaking industry is conducting research on using green hydrogen to power electric furnaces to make high-quality steel. Japan's Agency for Natural Resources and Energy has announced a two-prong approach to increase the development of clean hydrogen-slash-ammonia value chains domestically. The first strategy includes subsidies to clean hydrogen and ammonia producers to help make hydrogen production cost competitive against coal and LNG. The second prong includes a support scheme to build industrial clusters for the use of clean hydrogen-slash-ammonia. Other Asian nations Many other Asian nations are investing in their domestic hydrogen production value chains. These projects include the production of both blue and green hydrogen-slash-ammonia production routes, hydrogen infrastructure build-outs, utilizing hydrogen and slash or ammonia to decarbonize heavy industry, transportation and shipping, and power generation. Indonesia has announced plans to become carbon neutral by 2060. To reach this goal, the nation plans to significantly boost the use of renewables in the country's energy mix. The additional solar and wind capacity provides the country with both renewable power generation capabilities and fee for electrolyzers to produce green hydrogen. The additional hydrogen and clean ammonia supplies will help Indonesia decarbonize its power generation sector. Several power generating firms are now testing coal firing of hydrogen and ammonia in their natural gas and coal fired power plants and create a regional ammonia production slash export hub. Although South Korea's hydrogen ecosystem is currently based on gray hydrogen production routes, the government has created a pathway to increase green slash blue hydrogen production to help decarbonize the country's economy. According to South Korea's Ministry of Trade, Industry and Energy, the country has three major growth strategies to build out a domestic clean hydrogen supply chain. Scale up, build up, and level up. The following is a breakdown of each segment of this program, known as 3UP, according to South Korea. Scale up. This strategy includes expanding clean hydrogen demand domestically for power generation and transportation, increasing the deployment of hydrogen-fueled heavy transport vehicles. METI has announced an action plan to produce 30,000 hydrogen-fueled commercial vehicles by 2030 and developing large-scale hydrogen production bases outside South Korea. Build up. This strategy focuses on developing a legal framework and building an installed asset base for hydrogen distribution infrastructure. For example, one of METE's action plans is to build 70 liquid hydrogen fueling stations by 2030. The build-up plan also includes opening a hydrogen bidding market, hydrogen business laws, and a clean hydrogen certification system. Level up. This program focuses on advancing and optimizing technical innovation in the country's hydrogen value chain and life cycle from production to distribution. CANADA. In late 2020, the Government of Canada released the Hydrogen Strategy for Canada, which detailed the role hydrogen will play in the region's 2050 net zero ambitions. According to the report, Canada is targeting hydrogen to deliver up to 30% of the region's end-use energy by 2050. This would increase domestic hydrogen demand to 4 million metric tons per year by 2030 and up to 20 million metric tons per year by 2050. The strategy is based on eight pillars, strategic partnerships, de-risking investments, innovation, codes and standards, enabling policies and regulations, awareness, regional blueprints, and international markets, 
that will ultimately lead to Canada's hydrogen vision for 2050. To increase hydrogen production, Canada plans to use mixed pathways. These pathways include electrolysis, fossil fuels, gasification of biomass and production as a byproduct from industrial operations. These routes will enable Canada to decarbonize several industrial sectors, including transportation, mining, manufacturing, power, as well as utilizing hydrogen as a feedstock for the refining and chemical processing industries. At the time of this publication, the GEI database was tracking more than 40 hydrogen projects in the region. At 32%, the province of Alberta holds the highest market share in active hydrogen developments. Alberta is followed by British Columbia, 22%, Quebec, 16%, Ontario, 14%, Nova Scotia, 8%, and Newfoundland and Labrador, 7%, with other provinces accounting for 1%. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe and share to stay connected with the world of hydrogen innovation and sustainable solutions. Email your comments, questions, and suggestions to tyler.campbell at gulfenergyinfo.com.